Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Tech Raptor Podcast. I'm Robert Scarpanito, your features editor. And Rotten Editor-in-Chief. Rutledge Doggett, site founder. Andrew Stretch, the pirate editor. Ah, the pirate editor, because luckily you won't need to sail the high seas to play games because you can play it with your Bluetooth Stadia controller now. Uh, and he's got game I was actually going with. I was actually going with Skull and Bones. <laughs> oh. I forgot about remember, that. Remember that, that pirate exist. game? Yeah, I game remember. It doesn't exist yet. Yet. I remember E3 waiting in a side room as Alex Santa Maria on staff played Skull and Bones. He has played it. Oh, he's this actually... was four years ago. Uh huh. That's 2018, I think. They just, yeah. they just almost, almost five, five years five. ago. They just welcomed into a room him into a room, put a pirate hat on him threw a bucket of water in his face and said boom you've tried it this is what we've got so far come back in 12 years (laughs) well i remember we were at the event and they had the booth and everything and then like mid e3 they announced that they were like overhauling the systems or whatever so the demo they had on the floor i think was no longer valid almost immediately that's going to be one of those things that like 15 years in the future it's going to be like oh my god this is resurfaced you can now like download and play the the E3 2012 demo of like Skull the leaks kind of thing. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think let's just get right into it, right? Cuz that's probably one of the big it's one of the big pieces of news we're going to talk about this week is the whole Ubisoft like kind of all of their uh kind of Shit negative show. bad reports just the like man, things aren't looking good for them as a company. Kinda, yeah. Yeah, uh, so Skull and Bones is delayed for the Countum 6th time since it's been revealed it has been in the works for now 10 years in singapore and it just keeps getting delayed it was going to come out wasn't it like next month like the same day Mm -hmm. as star wars jedi jedi 2 um but now they're saying we don't know sometime in the future but then they also released a gameplay like a 30 minute gameplay showcase video it's like please watch our gameplay that's not coming out because it's not ready but we're ready to show you this so it just feels like a lot of mixed messages about Skull and Bones. Yeah. But at this point, it's also like you can't even be like, even if you're excited for it, it's hard to even be disappointed about the delay because it's like, yeah, yeah, this is this is what's expected now. I mean, people were making jokes at the start of this year, like, is it actually going to release? And they were right. It's it's crazy because uh, like Black Flag came out in 2013 and that felt like it was mostly like okay that's like halfway through to a game they've already got it Mm -hmm. kind of figured out Mm -hmm. and then they apparently they don't yeah (laughs) and that's the crazy thing right is that yeah they've had basically the prototype in another game that was pretty (laughs) successful the combat in that game was fun too yeah like they could have built a story made it more standalone i guess add more ships they could have very easily released like a 20 30 small spin-off game like within a year yeah um and they could have majora's masked it <laughs> well, they even had ship combat in odyssey as well yeah. if you remember that so yeah. like it's yeah. not like they haven't been building it and the ship co- combat in odyssey was pretty fun as well mm-hmm. so they've really they've really shipped the bed with this one Oh, I get it. I don't know. Skull and Bones to me has always felt like 
just vaporware i know we've like seen it and <laughs> allegedly someone has played it i don't know if i believe this story about alex having played it but i mean alleged to be fair i didn't see him play it. i saw him go into a room exactly you know <laughs> and then he came back out of it yeah so, so they could have just been been them telling him we will give true. you like Maybe he candy lied to me. you it was yeah. just a tweet that son of a black bitch. flag they yeah. paid him off they were paying people off that's the only was all the way to the top <laughs> my god <laughs> but i just i've always found it to be such a vaporware feeling game because even the name of it right it's like guys we're making a pirate game yeah. we need some names for it what's the thing you think about when you think about pirate uh skull and bones that's it ship it uh, you know like I, I would like to think that you know someone in the back of the room was like oh maybe skull and bones yeah. it's like okay like that's a little bit on the nose like we'll we'll maybe circle back to that and then just nothing better came along I'm like, well fuck i guess this is what we're going well, with. black flag was already taken that's true <laughs> yeah. so infringe you upon your own ip from ubisoft singapore a pirate's life for me <laughs> Rum drinking yeah. simulator 2013. Speaking what about Singapore, Sid Meier's Pirates? Is that taken? Yeah. <laughs> There's been that speculation. I'd be curious how much, because I know Singaporean government has invested into it. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a lot of speculation of that's the only reason it's not been canceled is because they're expecting something out of it. Something fail. Yeah. yeah. Like, right. well, it's got to be released. Failure, yeah. sure. But <laughs> makes you Probably. wonder. Yeah, even if it gets released, like, to what kind of a claim? To what reception? It's got no steam behind it at all anymore. Well, yeah, pirate ships are mostly from wind, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what kind of fucking game they're making. Maybe they're pivoting into some steampunk piratey game. Uh, That's see, more interesting. Now see, that, that would it. be cool. Yeah. <laughs> but that... <laughs> that's why it's not gonna be that no steam and bones guys Man. uh uh <laughs> goggles and bones <laughs> what is this like flight of icarus i'm uh, just gonna pivot to steamboats on the kentucky river and that's <laughs> that's the game well it's crazy this isn't even the worst news out of ubisoft this week no, but no. I, I do. Well, I mean, I do have one. Well, I have one more point I do want to say about Skull and Bones. Really? Have you guys seen the gameplay showcase? I saw the one last, like last year. That's yeah. It. I'm, I'm talking about the one because we need to make sure it's the right build. Who knows if they scrapped oh, everything? Oh yeah, it could be totally different by now. Um, it it uh it just looks like Black Flag with a new UI. I, I wish I it were is. joking, but it's pretty close. Does that shock you though? No. Mm -mm. I mean, I would have been like, if you had told me that in like 2014, I'd be like, fucking hell yeah, dude. Let's yeah. Play it. <laughs> hey, what about in 2023? <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I want to go play Black Flag again for the ship combat, but I don't want to play any of the rest of it. <laughs> the rest of it's awful. But the actual like Assassin's Creed bits of Black Flag suck. It's all like, uh, follow this dude. Follow this dude. Combat. isn't even an Assassin's Creed game. At no point are you an assassin. You have the blade, the little yeah. hidden no, thing. No, because... You're like a pseudo-assassin. No, no, no. At the start of the game, you find a dead assassin, and you take his clothes, and then you just fake it till you make it. At no point do you become an assassin. It's so true. fucking weird. Oh, so you're saying Kenway like walked up to the assassin, the dead assassin, picked up his stuff, and looked at it, and was like, man, this is cool, but eh, a pirate's life for me, and kept doing his pirate thing for the whole game. Yeah, like 
you know, he follows some trail, he meets some assassins. And I think like the game ends with you becoming an assassin, but at no point you're doing all this acrobatic shit, all of this assassination stuff. You have zero training. You were mm. not an assassin in Assassin's Creed back Black Flag. Are you an assassin I in Odyssey? Forgot about that. Uh, uh, no. No. Cassandra's just Cassandra. Yeah, she no. she uses the spear thing. She doesn't even have the hidden blade. Valhalla too. Well, do, doesn't Ivor have the? Are you hidden? an assassin in? Or no? No hidden that, blade that, in Valhalla. I don't. There is no it, hidden blade in Valhalla. I'm trying to remember. I think Valhalla, you meet some assassins and work with the assassins in England uh, or wherever the fuck you I are. I think they've kind of like shit all over there. They realized, oh, we're after Desmond's gone, we kind of don't know what to do with this anymore. Yeah, I and said then, this. I said this on the TikTok the other day, and I was like, uh, just bring back. I just say on the TikTok. The TikTok we the TikTok we did. Right? No, you got to go to the Google to find it. Yeah, we're going to the. I went to the Google to find the Facebook. Oh God, I'm a boomer. But I commented, and I was like, just bring back Ezio's storyline. And somebody like seriously commented, "Well, that storyline's finished." And I was like, that's literally not what I meant. I just remaster it, remake it, whatever. Like they they did though, right? Easily the best one. I, I mean, there are those people. It. There are those people out there, right? Who are like huge Assassin's Creed lore, like like they're super into it. And they're like really caught up. I've and like, never heard like, of one of them. I, I mean, there I some of them. Exist. This is some skull and bones bamboozlery. They're, they're coming you. out of the woodworks. <laughs> I'm telling you, they're the kind of people who play like 80 hours of Valhalla for the one hour of the IRL con, like the content that's in the game that's like not in the history part of it. You know, um. So I'm sure they're looking forward to seeing, you know, how sure. Skull and Bones is secretly an Asteragos project that or not Asteragos, Abstergo, Abstergo project. Yeah. Uh, that's the, it's one of them. It's a secret project. And maybe Desmond is in Skull and Bones. And that's the that's the end of it. That's like the post credit scene. Oh, shit. Desmond walks in and he's like, I'm building a team. That's right. Of assassins. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah, he's back as Minerva's pawn or some shit. I don't know. Somebody, when's how long until time travels in the series to where they can make a storyline where Cassandra and Desmond and Ezio and all of them team up? Oh, it's like the Avengers, the Assassin Avengers. I thought that's what you're getting at. Yeah, I mean, I guess yeah, that works for me. (laughs) All all the famous Uh, assassins work together. Yes. And it's an MMO. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Wait, what's the new asset? What are they calling that? Like Infinity, the the live service one. I mean, what was the first Avengers? Infinity War. I think the first Avengers was just called Avengers. Yeah, yeah, but he knew what I meant. The first first one. The first Thanos one. Yeah. The one where oh. they all fucking died. Wow, spoilers. Yeah, sorry. Infinity War, right? Yeah, Infinity That's War. Yeah. Yeah. They're calling it Assassin's yeah. Creed Infinite. Same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but okay. <laughs> other... saw how that went for Halo Infinite. So really well, Ooh. very well. Um, Ubisoft also canceled three games that haven't been announced yet. Three more. Uh, Didn't they? Well, three like, more. Yeah, because there's one other one. Yeah. Earlier last year or something. Mm-hmm. So now they're up to like four games that have been canceled that have been unannounced. So like we don't, we have no idea what it what it yeah. is. Don't worry, Beyond um, Good and Evil Two is still coming. Don't worry. 
I swear, I swear it will for sure. And uh, also <laughs> Mario and Rabbids and the Just Dance 2023 uh, release apparently had some soft sales for Ubisoft. So overall, things are not looking great for the company. I believe there was an email from the CEO, EMO, who was like, balls in your court now, employees. That such was such an insane email. Yes. Like to be like, hey, we had a really rough year last year, but it's 100% on your shoulders to fix. Like, mm -hmm. Maybe manage the company better. Yeah, yeah as if the CEO has no responsibility. Yeah, like he immediately he laid everything on the employees rather than saying, "Here's what I'm going to do to help." Whatever, and they put a hiring freeze in place. He said that um, they will not be rehiring roles for anyone who leaves or is fired, um, which is just interesting. Mm -hmm. um, who was it that was trying to buy Ubisoft? Maybe that would have been better off. The well, they kept, yeah, they kept staving off their buyout. Yeah, yeah and, and Vivendi just gave up eventually. Yeah. yeah. And didn't, I think Jeff Grubb tweeted, so like, you know, grain of salt, right? Like, it's not always 100%, right? But like, he mentioned that Ubisoft has been trying to get acquired and who yeah. everyone that they've been trying to sell themselves to were just like, yeah, we're good. Because they have so the many studios. Was. But yeah, there was a deal that fell through after the financial reporting, basically. Mm. Like they were close to a deal yeah, and then the yeah. final financials came out and they were like, Yeah, no. They're probably like, You can't even sell a Mario game. You're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly though, yeah. I I am surprised that Rabbids, the, the new Rabbids game did not sell that well. Yeah, it reviewed well. The first game's fun. It's worth I mean it's Go play it. I feel like there was very lim limited advertising for the second one. I agree. Like the first one, I knew all about. I knew everything going into it tangentially. This one, like re released and then, mm. Mm. yeah, yeah. It it just kind of I guess released to a flat reception in a way, and. I don't know. I wonder if part of it too is that Ubisoft's brand has just become so. I mean, because like it's been actually a decade now of like, yep, same old Assassin's Creed, same old Far Cry, and those are the only two tentpole things they fucking release in the division. Mm -hmm. I guess that's there. You know, it's like they they kind of have these kind of like milk toast, blah, kind yeah. of re and reputation of games. They they've like left left some of their cooler franchises just behind like splinter cell they haven't done one of them in forever mm -hmm. the last and two are pretty rabbit party game all kinds of stuff that's that's what we were talking about right the rabbits yeah. games there hasn't been yeah. a rayman actually mm -hmm. rayman is bomb but no rayman was bit. rayman was in the, the latest mario on. game yeah. <laughs> but yeah. they have yeah, such a pretty... nice backlog that they could execute on they keep like it's it feels very trend chasey at times like i think it once they got rainbow six siege going well like that's still a very like solid brand they absolutely suck at um curbing yeah. the toxicity um like part it is a very well-made game kinda, it's a mm. niche kind of game though in terms of shooters as part of the rainbow problem. six yeah I mean, yeah, but I guess in, it is in the grand scheme Siege is, of Siege yeah. is definitely Siege. It, yeah. it, there is a very high skill ceiling. Um, right. But Siege, I also feel like runs into a brand problem where it's like we're trying to be ultra serious. But then yeah. also look at our cool heroes, these weird, yeah. wacky heroes that have crazy backstories. And 
have weird abilities because we want to be like Overwatch, but we're still serious guys, you know? Are you talking about lawbreakers? Oh, a sorry. Bit, but no, sorry, everybody. Just, yeah. just give me a just give me a new siphon filter. Hmm. I don't know. It's yeah, funny that I, now that they seem to be like Assassin's Creed, they're like, you know, we're gonna go back to the old formula because this new one that we did, where it's too much to get now. So we're gonna yeah. it's like a rubber banding back and forth. Mm-hmm. It's Odyssey a new formula, the old formula. Like, Odyssey and Valhalla were like overwhelming at times. They're too long. Yes. Yeah. Just too like big. too much. I, I enjoyed Valhalla, but or not Valhalla, uh, Odyssey. But I don't know how it ends. I don't even know if I got to the second act or the rising action of the plot. Same. If we're talking the OG, like the the typical, you know, story format, and yeah. I put forty hours into it. Like you're not I even could, close. you're not. Yeah, you're, I could not yeah, even. It's like an eighty hour game. It's insane. Yeah, I stopped playing it and then came back to it months later and was like, oh yeah, I guess now it's kind of new again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I <think I> play it. <laughs> Like, like, that's what I did. I would come back to it after, you know, a couple weeks off. And I got to a point where like Cassandra got married or something. And I'm like, I don't even remember having agency in this. And I think it might have been a DLC. I think it was a DLC. Yeah. So that happened. And I'm like, okay. So I'm going around like banging everyone across the aisle, across Greece. As you do. And then then this, this guy, for some reason, is the one where I don't have a choice because it's DLC, which is weird. There's also, um, Prince of Persia. Oh yeah. What about, what, what's that? What's that? <laughs> yeah, it's a very uh, acclaimed uh, movie franchise. All oh, the because uh, right. that's another one that's been like, oh, here you go. Like All we're going to give you a remaster to. Huh? <laughs> like, didn't that remaster have a firm release date? And then it was like, well, yeah. Never mind. I believe so. They're having yeah. a, it's, they're having difficulty getting you know jake gyllenhaal time with his schedule mm, right because he's in the game like they mocap him in. he is the prince of persia right and i do want to take a moment to highlight just dance too because i mean there's been one every year we all know you it. know it's why kind of, this one didn't do so well i, I was about to get into it, it came you... onto the wii i don't <laughs> think that was it actually i mean that's, that's, pro- that's a, part of a reason but also the... you know that if you buy just dance 2023 which is a fifty nine ninety nine plus tax in America purchase, you get one month free of Just Dance Plus trademark, which is their subscription service where you can get free songs every month and it rotates and it's a bulk of the songs you would probably dance to. So to really play Just Dance 2023, it's a $60 upfront purchase plus a monthly subscription. So they stadiated it. Exactly. Who the fuck is going to do that for a dumb dancing game? I don't know anybody that plays it, regardless. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. Whenever person, it shows but... up at their E3 show, I'm like, all right, I guess I don't know who this is for, but you guys do it every year. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've always assumed it kind of has like that weird Wii Sports energy where you don't think about it as like one of the best games ever, but like everyone has it, you know? No. But yeah, no. I guess not. So yeah, things are looking pretty rough for Ubisoft right now. And I mean, even if you think about their upcoming releases for this year, it's like what? Avatar and Oh yeah. Boys, yeah. that, that Avatar year? game better success better be a success. Yeah, it's like 2023 allegedly, right? Isn't that their window? They better I, hope it's not really I haven't looked that far ahead cuz that's all that people care about when it comes to Avatar. Yeah. I think it's like later end of 2023 was what they're aiming for, but 
Who knows? Shit, if Skull and Bones isn't coming out, that shit ain't coming out. Yeah. Like, we haven't even seen any gameplay of the, the Avatar thing. I don't think so. Just that one. It seemed like a teaser, and that's a trailer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like what Skull and Bones, Avatar, and then the the Assassin's Creed games that they have confirmed. Like they confirmed Mirage is a thing, and the Red. They're going to Japan. Right, right. But I mean, again, it's all kind of. Eh. Yeah. We'll and there's probably a Far Cry Seven in the works. Probably. What is it going to have some wacky villain? Yeah. I hope oh, so. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yo, for, for real though, can we get a Blood Dragon 2, please? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I know that there's a lot of stuff that we're, we're saying that we don't give a fuck that you publish, but but can we get a Blood Dragon sequel finally? Just get a full that game was of it. Amazing. I, I did see someone yeah. shared a Blood Dragon screenshot on Reddit the other day, and it was like, it was mocking about, oh, you want to turn off the tutorial? You have to pay for the Super Plus Turbo subscription. And I'm like, haha, that's so funny very satirical still still relevant mm-hmm. oh ubisoft uh in other news donkey the uh youtuber guy that you might know with like i don't know seven plus mil subscribers or something around that uh he had big mode his publishing house we, it was announced you know a couple months ago we covered it on the show if you'd like to take a peek at the previous episodes but uh he has announced the first game for big mode and it's called animal well it's like this uh 2d metroidvania kind of vibes where there's going to be a lot of secrets and hidden things i know stretch is very excited for it because it kind of scratches that same itch tunic scratched for him of like everything is like all secrets are hidden in plain sight but you need to know the parcel tongue to understand it this is this is the game that they released the launch trailer of at i think it was day of the dev Think so. that they then said like the arg starts now I there have... is a secret within this trailer the first 10 people to crack it will get a free copy of the game did I you never do heard it? the outcome of that now that i was just thinking about that when he was talking about it i'd be curious to know what the secret was mm. well, so, stretch, like, did you crack it were you were you I, one of the 10 no i'm just i'm just going to to uh, play it when it comes out. <laughs> um, when the the big thing that I remember I was laughing at a lot from when Donkey announced Big Mode was his idea of saying, I've played a lot of games. I know what's a good game. I'll just be able to pick a good game to publish. And like the, the like, it's a pretty wild funny idea out there thinking, but tell you what, I th- it seems like he's you got a good, a good one already. <laughs> it's it's it working. Like a good one. <laughs> yeah. It's working for you, huh? Yeah, like I will, I will, I definitely shit on him at the time, and I need to apologize, yeah. Mister Donkey, because <laughs> that's right. You, you've definitely picked a really interesting looking game yes. that yes, is Penn, probably going to get Super Bros. Two. Yeah, yeah. Like you see, that, that's I, I still stand by what I said then, right? It's like at the end of the day, whether you like or hate Donkey, this is just some dude out there who's putting his own money toward a video game. Yep. And if you, now that we know the first one, if you like Animal Well, that's great, like good, exciting, right? You can play it, and it's it's gotten wider visibility, and it it has some funding that might help it become an even better game than what it wasn't before. If he puts out Animal Well and it's bad, oh well, I mean, you can play another game, like. 
Yeah. It's just him losing money and you're just doing your own thing. Yeah. And maybe he does prove to have a knack for picking out these games. And he, uh, you were hoping for someone to laugh at that, huh? No. And the, I didn't realize what I was doing in, in, until I said it. I was like, oh, yeah, he's big into knack. Uh, okay. <laughs> but hopefully he does have a knack for, like, picking games because it, uh, sometimes it's nice to have, like, a, a publisher or a company where, like, oh, I, I, they at least pick interesting stuff most of the time mm. if I pay attention to what just they're doing. Maybe he'll publish right. the next knack game. Maybe. I mean, knack, knack so, three, Sony maybe. probably won't. Um, I don't know. I think donkey does have i mean like he he did kind of go off on like oh i played these really big games and like i have good taste right but i mean i think in some ways yeah like when you look at some of his reviews he does have pretty decent taste right he's like, usually he, like, fair, pretty fair like his reviews aren't bad he's being a serious video yeah for review his his like, other opinion ones i got problems with but the reviews <laughs> ones are usually pretty all right yeah and, and he's usually pretty fair about like like even when he hates a game, he'll play it a bunch and then yeah. kind of come to a conclusion about it as opposed to just he like Death Stranding like three times. Four times, I think is what he said. Yeah. And like he first released a video that was like, I he fucking hate it. this dumb <laughs> art installation of a video game. Yeah. And then now he's like, eh, actually it ain't bad. So like yeah. <laughs> he comes around, right? He like changes his opinions and like kind of you know, has yeah. decent ones for the most part when it comes to games. Yeah. So I mean, Animal Well could be the first of many decent games, right? Oh, cool. Yeah. Like I like you said, the the, old, the the easiest and best takeaway is that he's putting more money into the space for it to allow projects to be made, and that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, we lose nothing no, out of it. it doesn't so. affect anything. Like, we maybe get cool games, maybe and not. I gain but... a new game to to absolutely lose my life in. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah. be speaking a second language by the time it comes out. And it's all I'm thanks to Donkey. stretches uh, Google Doc that's 273 yeah. pages long. Right. And it's all in a language you don't understand, that no yeah. one understands but Stretch. Yeah. I'm just reading this thing like, I don't know what this says. And he's like, well, if you look at this, this means yeah. this. And then he's going to like have a little think, cipher for us. think like Donkey's going to release a video and that will be part of a puzzle to figure out for the game. Oh, within oh, his video. An, a- an ARG. Within a new Donkey video. That would be clever. That would be, be cool. That would be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the idea's out there for you. Yeah. We know we know you're listening, Donkey. So, you um, have a knack for good ideas. <laughs> eh, you gotta laugh that time. Nothing like being a dead <laughs> horse, huh? <laughs> or a dead donkey, in this case. Mm-hmm. Uh, last bit of news here uh, is a pretty big one. Uh, Wizards of the Coast were allegedly going to release. Um, they make th- this dungeon and dragon thing. I heard of a shit wizard? That's what they are. <laughs> That's what they mean by Wizards of the Coast. Uh, uh, so, yeah, you might know them from Dungeons and Dragons and Magic the Gathering. Uh, there's an OGL 1.1 that was leaked, which is kind of their general, like, how would you describe it like a Open content game license yeah it's just like oh, how they, like if you make content based on their game licensing kind of agreement yeah if you're gonna yeah. make something right and the 1.1 was not great you probably have already seen buzz about it on twitter and reddit and wherever uh and then they broke their silence and said that they're working on a 2.0 that they will share in the future and in the meantime there's been a lot of like grass grassroots like hashtag open D of you know 
this this licensing kind of sucks it fucks over smaller creators i think paizo released their own licensing agreement of some kind that's basically a big middle finger to dnd uh to wizards of the coasts very restrictive ogl 1.1 um, that's kind of where the story's at right now in a stretch. I think you're kind of like the on this pod, the leading expert of, of this yeah, licensing it's been, agreement. It's been all over the fa- the place. The fact that like the start of the week began with, you know, I've got, you know, a, an IO9 writer who had a copy of the 1.1 OGL and there was some real crappy stuff in there. Um, stuff like the the ability for wizards to publish other people's content that have agreed to use the OGL 1.1, um, a royalty fee, which I don't think is as bad, or at least it was a lot worse. And now it's not as bad. Um, and a whole bunch of other, a whole bunch of other weird shit going on. Um, even to the point that like the OGL 1.1 was meant to deauthorize the original OGL 1.0 a that was released uh, over two decades ago, mm-hmm. um, even though there's specifically a line in the first OGL to say, well, you know, even if we change something, you can keep using 1.0. So we would have no purpose to change it. So by deauthorizing it, they're trying to get around their verbiage in the last one. That's probably going to have to come down to a, a matter of a legal dispute whoever can set precedence one way or another. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, then we also had the, the leaked, the leaked frequently asked questions document about OGL 2.0 that still had like the royalty system. The royalty system was dialed back a bit and there was some extra clarifying verbiage um, and kind of some more of their intent was put on that. And then within 12 hours of that FAQ for OGL 2.0 coming out, then suddenly there's, you know, finally some official word from them um, that, that states in there that they're removing all of the royalty stuff. They're changing the way that they're planning on uh, putting in protections that doesn't allow them, you know, control or a license of other people's created content it's all it's all very weird so at the moment it's like yeah you've they've they've rolled a lot back to the point that there isn't really much more that they're getting out of what will be this new ogl i think a lot of it is also to beef up the verbiage to protect against like nfts and stuff Mm. and blockchain or at least that's what they've stated um but you know now they've done a whole bunch of talking the talk and it will be a matter of seeing whether they walk the walk and when the OGL actually gets published or whenever the next version of it leaks, which I'm sure I'm sure a new version will have already leaked by the time this podcast is out. Probably, yeah. Um, it'll be like, interesting to see. Throughout this too, there was some email leak where, and, and I don't remember who it was, but somebody basically said, like, the customer is the obstacle to making money. Um yeah, that was a that was a verified anonymous employee of Wizards of the Coast who had emailed a bunch of content creators, yep. um, and like specifically, and it was like I'm going to be sending this to a lot of content creators um, that they were talking about how 
the the way that higher ups describe the customer is as an obstacle to their wallet, not as like someone that they actually want to create content for. Um, a, a lot of very corporate stuff. Corporations mm. are not your friends. I shield Dungeons and Dragons. A... I shield Xbox. It's all companies. Yeah. It's such a wild take to have when you don't really have a tangible product people are buying necessarily. That's one of the problems with D. I know that's what they're 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 struggling with with making this license is how the fuck do we make money off of this? Because mm-hmm. it's it's hard to do it when it's you know like I say you don't have a tangible product or a thing that you can't you could only do Dungeons and Dragons if you have this thing which you right. don't need anything you don't need any of their shit you mm-hmm. have one guy that needs to have a book maybe and you can yeah. do whatever the fuck you want and then you just buy dice and you're good yeah, or you can just but, Google one of the like the dice rolling you know yeah mach- and it seems like such a uh, correct me if i'm wrong but it seemed like the the path forward to them seemed pretty obvious in like they make it they make products and services that make it as easy as possible to play a dungeon dragons game yeah and, and i mean that, and that's exactly that's what they what, should be doing like dnd beyond does yeah they should be leaning into that, that stuff more rolling out the vtt and they're selling digital dice through that as well yeah. um mm-hmm. it's it's really they've got all the mechanisms to monetize dungeons and dragons further in a positive way um but you're trying i mean and also to an extent like i do not disagree with the idea that this is a company that makes all of the base rules so yeah if someone comes along and profits a lot that like you know it kind of makes sense that the the original company would like a slice of that pie you know, it may come across as, you know, shitty or malicious or targeting or something, but I think that truly is business. And I mean, I love Dungeons and Dragons. They're a they're a company, they're a business, they have a bottom line. It's a very large bottom line because they're a billion dollar company. Um, but it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the two things for me are that number one, uh, Wizards went from a 400 ish million dollar a year company in 2017 to a billion dollar company in 2021 rough financials nobody really knows exactly they haven't released the 2021s yet um so there's that they have grown exponentially over the last five years and then number two um that royalty i think was based on gross income Mm. which or revenue that was that was something that the the further verbiage in the FAQ specified and outlined that it was everything over that limit. So if a company made in a year um, over $750,000, it was whatever is over that limit is what the royalties would be paid on. So if a company sold um, $800,000 worth of books um, and the verbiage in, in for the FAQ for the 2.0 had already shifted away from 25% to 20% for everything. So if they made 800,000, then it would be 20% of the, the 50,000 that went over. So <laughs> like if, especially for like Kickstarters and stuff, if you know you have your goal and your goal is this much, 
then all of the budgeting that you do should already be within that goal. So everything on top is is gravy. Yeah, there's stretch goals and stuff as well, but it's it's all gravy. So it would just be whatever is over the 750K is what would then be paid to, um, well, a, a percentage of that is what would be paid to Wizards of the Coast. Mm-hmm. But yeah, then with I... this latest D&D Beyond post, they're saying there's going to be no royalties at all. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because I don't know, there, there is something about like, I think the through the through thread we've been talking about here is just that the company itself is just kind of a little, you know, the, the customer is the obstacle, right? That mindset of like, we got to win no matter what. And it's like, these people are just pawns to us, you know, we kind of that vibe, right? Um, and I, I would just like to read one one quick little paragraph from the D&D Beyond post, because it is wild to me that this is like this has gone through some hopefully some PR people. I hope that it's gone through some public relations experts, but I mean, let me read it and you guys tell me what you think. A couple of last thoughts. First, we won't be able to release the new OGL today because we need to make sure we get it right, but it is coming. Second, you're going to hear people say that they won and we lost because making your voices heard forced us to change our plans. Oh my God, Auden's face. These people will only be half right. They won and so did we. That is some like a square trying to spin the quiet man into the room level of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, like that some... is a that is a statement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what? I fucking uh, good on you to have the balls to do that. That's fucking wild. Like, no, we fucking won. Like, that's yeah. so that's <laughs> such a baller move. Like. Damn. Like your statements are not the place to be like and we won no no yeah. we won you won too but so did we it really we win. gives you some insight into how they feel about it like yeah i mean it's it's like they uh, want to be you know they want to be the billion dollar combination uh company that like sidles up to you on the playground it's like hey bud we're both winning and it's just like <laughs> i'm, I'm sure that and then you know, hits you in the, the face with the dodgeball <laughs> In a similar vein to, you know, how like that statement should have gone through more PR, should have gone through more editors. Um, And just this whole process, you know, it's a, I don't know how much of it would have been spoken about behind closed doors. There's definitely some bold-faced lies that are very easy to pick out in that statement, such as, well, what was leaked was only drafts. And it's like, well, why did you send it with a DocuSign? That's well, not wasn't how you... they, weren't they supposed to be doing a stream where it was assumed it was going to be announced like in the next couple of days or a day a couple of days ago? Yeah, they like yeah, it was the, day of. the original plan was that it was going to be it was given to creators at the start of the week and then was meant to be signed by them on Friday and then it would be publicly announced on Friday. Yeah, um, but it just seems like you know all of the all of the part of the process that you would think hmm, before we force people to sign this, let's negotiate. Um, and it just, it feels or like that's feedback. all, yeah, or get feedback, uh, spitball stuff. It feels like just, that's all happening out in the open. It's, um, to go back to that statement for a second though, like it, the way that it's written is like, it's pitting us first them mentality where we're in a fight, but it's yeah. at the end is trying to say, oh, but we're all winners here, but mm-hmm. it's still, 
it's such it's a weird way to fight. pit stuff. Yeah, like it's us versus you or us versus whoever, the other groups. It's such a strange Especially for the thing. property D&D is, where it's built on community more than anything. Like mm-hmm. you've got your your group that you are that you're campaigning with on a regular basis and yeah. it's it's we're, we're it's a working we're working together towards an end goal mentality when you're playing D&D not yeah. as much of an us versus them so for them to be like we won and you won it's, it, it's a, just very counter to that like community mindset yeah. well and it's yeah. like these content creators are the reason D&D is as big as it is now yeah <laughs> like, no, without question with it without critical role blown up would D&D be nearly as popular no fucking way God. no way <laughs> no way like, D&D would still be like not underground but you know just like it's there it would be around know? yeah but it w- yeah. we wouldn't be having a fucking movie coming out in a couple months Ooh. say that and <laughs> TV show yeah. I know that people don't like that some people don't like critical role but it is impossible to separate them from the success that Oh yeah, no question. Like, yeah, like the best thing to happen to D and D was podcasts. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Podcasts and a pandemic. (laughs) Yeah. Pandemic really helped. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know because I I tried to think of like how do we compare this to other like relevant or related sort of like relationships in the like business and creation world, and like the closest. I can think of as like if Fender Stratocaster, like the company Fender was like, anyone who plays any notes on our guitar, we can own it <laughs> and sell it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, know, and what, you, how yeah. fucked up the music industry is, if you told me that was a real thing, I'd have believed you. Yeah, it, it, this is like, I feel like I don't know enough about the music industry. Because like at some point when you're like a big, you know, like you're selling out arenas right yeah. and if you have the word fender on your amp like do you have to pay for that at that point because for yeah. sure that's advertising no, by yeah. that point they're, right and you're getting paid an exposure but, yeah exactly yeah exactly <laughs> just like the interns right um but then you know if you're just you know a hobby guitar player you just picked up a fender strat right like you mm-hmm. probably aren't going to be paying fender even more money soundcloud yeah it's, i mean I I, I I don't know it's it's such a weird like that's they're, weird. they're there's definitely like a line right between like small and larger creators in terms of like how monetization would work. I just feel like yeah. wizards walked far away from the line and just said, yeah. fuck you to everyone. Yeah. That's also like people have been saying through all of this, like critical role just, just released the statement. Didn't really say anything as you would expect. Cause this is all ongoing, heated, whatever. Yeah. They were really just saying something so that they have said something. Um, mm. But you know the people who are looking at this OGL like I don't I have I'm pretty certain that whatever is going on with the OGL I don't even think that the OGL 1.0 would have been the license agreement that they would have been operating under I'm I am sure that there would have been yeah something else some other discussion some other agreement um due to just how important that relationship is yeah, like they probably have their own unique contract. Yeah, yeah, probably for sure. Yeah, and probably so do like with the other big, like really big D and D podcasts. I would bet there's probably something unique to it. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And once you get to that size, you're already going to have a closer relationship with wizards, and yeah, and there's there will be you know, 
ex- once you start getting into exclusives and brand deals and a lot of the the stuff around that, that's usually when more customized agreements come into place. Yeah. But at this point, everyone's just got to keep holding wizards to their words. Mm-hmm. They've they've walked the walk. Let's see the contract. Yeah, let's, let's see you do the thing that makes it so that third party producers can continue to create like a million times fold yeah. the amount of content that the company itself is able to publish yeah. and, and keep D relevant because yeah they're yeah. the I ones mean, that are doing it because that's the tough thing for them right is like it because of dnd's popularity the the popularity of other tabletop pen and paper rpg yeah. type rule sets have also gone up mm-hmm. so ironically it's like well if dnd shits its bed I'll just go and play something else. I'll play Pathfinder. Mm-hmm. I'll play Lasers and Feelings. I'll yeah. I'll play Drunken Bear Fight. You know, like there's a ton of other weird ones out there that are comparable. Yeah. And I mean, anytime, cool ones. yeah, anytime D and D has an issue like this, Paizo usually benefits. Yeah. Um, you know, we were talking this pre-pod, but like the founder, president, and in IT, IP attorney for Paizo came from D and D. They were directly involved with OGL 1.0, yeah. and it's funny that they created their own. They're they're creating their own new license around Pathfinder and their properties called the ORC or Orc. Um, and I just have had a great time posting the uh, a time of the Orc has come from Lord mm. of the Rings lately. Um, so it's it's interesting to see what they're doing, and I'll be curious to see like the dynamic between Paizo and, yeah. and Wizards in terms of this licensing over the next couple of months. Um, but Paizo's made it pretty clear that they're like, we want we want it to be collaborative. They, they yeah. smell blood in the water. They're hopping on that market oh, yeah. share. Mm-hmm. Well, like it's, I think another thing that Wizards maybe underestimated uh, or maybe didn't quite realize is that a lot of these big content creators it is not really the rule set that makes them popular. They could go to a different set of rules. I don't mm-hmm. care. Does Critical Role need to be on D&D for it to be popular? Fucking no. Oh, no. They could do it. It started rule. on Pathfinder, I think. Yeah, yeah. they did. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's it, that's not what made them popular necessarily. Yeah. I think it's just that for a while, D&D was kind of synonymous with like, oh, tabletop oh. RPGs, right? Like, just culturally speaking. Um, but now but I think... Yeah, like, these also, Devil Worship. If they need to... They could pivot pretty easily. Like, mm-hmm. well, it'll be an adjustment, but they could do a different rule. So who gives a fuck? Like, oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's all they are. They're just rule sets. You create your own world with your characters and all yeah. that, right? Yeah. Technically, you can just make your own rules. Just make it up as you go. Yeah. Right. Hear me out. Okay, if I roll a d20 and it lands on a 20, I'm going to call that a nat 20. Oh. That's going to be my first roll. Mm, <laughs> I've heard that somewhere. Wizards of the Coast Lawyers, open up. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay let's pivot over and let's talk about some video games uh Otten, you have been playing some i think you might have had a typo on the document we're all looking at here i'm gonna assume you you're playing did. crisis crisis core what did i put there crisis you put fuck. crisis snore oh um <laughs> crisis core Definitely fucking a typo. sucks yeah okay. i have been tricked care. into thinking this is good for years mm. 
it's been a PSP game, and I was like, oh, you know, I like Final Fantasy VII. You get to learn a little more backstory. Who the fuck Zack is? Learn more about Sephiroth. Blah, blah. I'm down for that. Never got to really play it on PSP. This reunion thing gets announced. I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, perfect. I get to play some more Final Fantasy VII. I like Remake. They apparently redid the combat a little bit to be like Remake. And then they fucking tricked me. This game sucks. The writing is you awful. I went into it thinking that it was a good game, and it's an amazing game. No, You're I went into so thinking it was good, and um, then I came out thinking, how dare they fucking charge what they're charging for this garbage? It's really that was my reaction. Gaga. Oh, God. I've seen you guys say Gaga. I don't. Yeah, Zach sucks. I Zach don't understand why awful. people like Zach. Zach sucks ass. I hate him. I hate everything about Zach. I hate all the emails that I get. Cloud's like, whoa, man, where are you at? Like, Sephiroth just burned the fucking town down. Like, Cloud, why are you emailing me this? I'm like, what are you doing? Like, just all the emails suck. They're written poorly. The email stuff is so funny. Fucking, like, oh, I hate so much of it. It it feels like a PS2 Genesis JRPG. Genesis is a fucking douche. He is. It just, yes. it feels so. Because I've been a playing product it of that era. It, it is yes. a product of the era. The writing is pretty rough, and I feel like the voice acting is doing it absolutely no favors because it it's it falling worse. so flat. And Zach is, he's like excited. Like the voice actor for Zach is excited to be in the booth, and I can tell because he sounds like he's a dude reading lines in a booth, you know, <laughs> instead of like the character Zach Fair yeah. in the in the battle and all that, right? Like he's he's like a '90s anime dub actor, like, oh no, watch out for that thing over there, <laughs> like that sort of vibe. <laughs> uh, like I, I said, it felt like it's all of Square's like worst qualities, like pers- like all put into one and up a notch like all mm. the mistakes that they make that are like uh, ignore that part of this game because the rest of it's pretty cool but they didn't get to the rest is pretty cool part on this one mm. they just did all the bad shit and i hated all of it yeah i mean like i i was in a similar boat i i had always thought like oh this is kind of like one of those og hidden gem sort of things in the final fantasy that's the way people sold it but, yeah. those fucking liars anyway <laughs> i i think um like I, I like the combat for what it is. It is pretty it's simple right. and straightforward. I think the roulette system is definitely, truly the definition of mixed bag. Um, like <laughs> you don't like to see the, the random flashbacks mid combat. <laughs> <laughs> I think the most tension I've felt in the game so far is the first three seconds of the cutscene when I'm determining if I've seen it before and I can skip it or not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's uh it's it's definitely a very interesting system to throw in the middle of a combat like like action real-time uh, action combat sort of thing but i guess to get into it like to be what things that were really annoying it constantly interrupts you like you just walk five feet and it's like all right i'm gonna make zach stop do this really slow animation of him picking up the phone and they talk and then there's like a two second gap then the next person talks and then there's another couple seconds and then he talks everything takes a fucking million years to do it takes forever like I, you just walk down a corridor oh let me stop so zach can say some fucking bullshit that doesn't matter mm. and then move on like mm. all the, the time timing is a, is a little weird it drives times. me nuts it drives me nuts it's just, every time it's just like standing there and then the cutscene starts so, it drove me nuts Hmm. It was on the menus as well. There was weird delayed triggering. Yeah. And uh, man, I will tell you though, I as, as much as we're dunking on the writing, I did think it was brilliant when uh, Angeal, the, the character, sprouts his wing. It's a white one wing. 
and uh, he's like, I'm a monster. And Zach's like, no, you're an angel. You're an angel. <laughs> well, it was like, like very early on, like one of the, like in the first 30 minutes, he's all like, <laughs> it's like, are we monsters? And then just fucking moves on. Doesn't come back to it. Oh, it is, it is peak soap opera. Yeah. Like soap opera anime acting. Oh. No, no, Yakuza is peak soap yes, opera that anime. Is, that is right. Yakuza is it done right. <laughs> yeah, th- this is like melodrama. Uh, like the only thing that I was like, that's kind of rad was the fight with Sephiroth, like the one cut scene where they're like, cu- he's cutting up the fucking gun barrel. Oh, the, yeah. I was like, that's kind of rad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was it. A good anime <laughs> fight moment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then they I, didn't like get in trouble or anything for that. They literally cut the gun. Well, off. I mean, Sephiroth can kind of do whatever <laughs> the fuck he wants. On. Well, that was yeah. just well, no, that uh, was in a that was in a VR thing. Training yeah, thing. That oh, was in a, oh, that's yeah. right, it was VR, wasn't they, it? They yeah. do destroy the training room. They though. do ruin the room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I've real like I'm in chapter five now, I think, and I've realized that I've zoned out on some of the story stuff now. I just yeah. um. I, I oh, honestly can't. Fuck. I I can't recount to you what Angeal or Genesis's goals are, or I don't uh, think they know how Zach is related, other than being the puppy dog well, that they all they kind of kick around. Not, like die because they're slowly decaying. So they sprout well, angel wings. That's part of the decay. Ah, oh. that yeah. that all gets explained later. Yeah, that, it'll all get explained later, but early they, on they you're do like, actually what is do it on? for all of like the the Genova Eternals everything shit. They do actually do a pretty decent job explaining what's up with Genesis and Sephiroth and Angel. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Cool. Like chapter seven or eight, I think it gets explained a little bit more. Mm. Or starts to be. See what what I I do feel like I am obligated to finish the game just because I am excited for remake two, and I do feel like I need the context of Zach and his whole thing to play it. I feel like you got his context. I well, see. This, I mean, this isn't going to be part of the new canon. I, I think Square made it clear that like Crisis Core is still a, like directly well, tied to the original. Based on how Crisis was. Core ends, uh, yeah, it's not the not in the same. Yeah, it's not thing. in the same timeline, but I think it's still like Seven is a remake that's riffing off of the OG Seven, yeah. and it's it's family of products. So I feel like I because I've never even played Dirge of Cerberus either. Oh, I I'm not getting tricked Seven into that spin-off. bullshit. I'm not playing that. <laughs> Fuck that. I've been tricked once. Fool me once. Shame on me. But, but Dirge of Cerberus is amazing. You don't want a PS2 era fantasy third person shooter. I just played a, a one of the worst PS2 era RPGs I played ever. In Crisis Core. I, at least it's short, allegedly. It's only 10 mm-hmm. hours. Thank allegedly. fucking Christ. I was messaging with Sam, our reviews editor. I was like, is this really this bad? He's like, yeah, it's pretty bad. And Oof. then I told him where I was. He's like, oh, you don't have much longer. I'm like, thank God. <laughs> I can be done with this. Mm. Well, I had a blast playing it. I you, know. You, you yeah. enjoyed it. <laughs> and I don't I'm understand. Enjoying, I'm enjoying it. I'm almost I went, I, yeah, you I completed I don't care what you all think. 300 missions. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> uh, well... I, I want to pivot to another anime game. Um, I've been playing One Piece Odyssey. Uh, I played the demo that came out earlier That's this week. Me. 
Can you that put the, the hat on? The anime. You actually, I haven't put on the hat yet. You do lose your hat in the beginning. That's like the the is inciting that incident. Is that like a like? Yeah. I don't know. Does this hat have powers? Is it like Frosty the Snowman? It's not his powers, but it's like his m- mentor kind of gave it to him and said, "Hey, when you meet oh, me in I the new you said world." The hat was his mentor. What? The no, f- no, no, no. His mentor <laughs> gave him the hat and then said, "Hey, meet me in the the other world. Meet me in the second half of One Piece and give me the hat." So oh, that's okay. kind of the driving force. So it's really important to him, like an, an emotional. Yes. I'm <laughs> watching you try to try to boil down. <laughs> that, to, uh, <laughs> I'm in. We should make that a pod. We'll just you just explain one piece slowly to me. Explaining one piece over yeah. time. Is that going to be like a six-hour podcast? No, no, that's like Much a six-year podcast. Yeah, so that would be we'd have a lot of content. <laughs> yes, there's over a thousand chapters of one? of one piece, right? It's been going That's on for like 1, thirty years. Episodes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Piece. So if yeah. you want to get into it, you got you got a ways to go. I, I've been trying to read and catch up to One Piece for over a year now. It's it's taken some anyway, time. Back to Odyssey. Uh, Odyssey. So Odyssey is set um, in in a in a world that's not, so it's like not canon, but uh, Oda Oda Sensei, the uh, author, was is involved in it. But as far as we're aware right now, it is not canon to the main story of One Piece. But you end up on this, you get shipwrecked on this island that's like magical and mystical and whatever, and you lose your powers because of course you do. Because by this point, you know, like Luffy and the gang are are OP as shit, right? They've got they've unlocked Super Saiyan twenty for context, like yeah, Otten for you. Okay. Um, they're very so powerful this, Goku's. Yes, they're very powerful Goku. So this one character touches all of them and then takes away their power in the form of cubes. And the cubes disappear into the sky. And you have to find the cubes around the world and also Uh, beat bosses that have the cubes. Marvel Snap tie-in. Kind of. And the more cubes you get, the more of your powers come back. So that's kind of their, you know, oh, you're starting at level one, but this is why, like, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, So you don't have all your powers. You don't have gear four or whatever. And you beat these major bosses to unlock like the, to get like a big chunk of your powers back. And I beat the first boss. And then um, so I, I've gone into this watching no trailers really, or like reading into what the story is going to be. So I thought this would be a wholly unique story on this Island. And then you unlock, you get that first big cube and then you have to find out, you have to do a special thing to unlock its power. And the character who touched you and stole your powers is now working with you and says, Oh, to do that, you have to dive into your memories and, I have now realized that Odyssey is just sneaking in a let's revisit all of One Piece's greatest hits um, in the form of a JRPG. Fuckers. Yeah, so so now uh, the first cube takes you to um, the, the desert place, not not Dressrosa, but the Alabasta, yeah. And you're doing the whole like the crocodile thing. Wow, so that's, that's going back far. Yeah, like you get to see the Mary, the going Mary, like their old ship before it got destroyed. Like they're going, for, but you know, it's it's the new, the time skip characters, like their designs. Um, so it is kind of interesting seeing them do that because it's not quite a one to one retelling of the the OG story because they're uh, they have this weird bullshit reason that I don't buy, but they're like, oh, things won't happen exactly as you remember because you know memories are fuzzy like that. Um, but. They also say that the car- the enemies you fight in your memories will be as strong as you were before I touched you because 
you don't remember how weak they were, I guess, is is the weird explanation. Or it's not quite that, but it's like since yeah. you grew stronger, your memories grew stronger, I think is the explanation in mm. in the game, which doesn't make sense to me because I feel like the way memories work is you remember, man, remember two years ago when we beat the shit out of Crocodile when we were weaker? Now think about how we could mop the floor with him with our new powers. I feel like that's how memories really work. Yeah. Um, but I guess not. I can't so remember how powerful I punch. Yeah. The alabaster arc uh, was episode began with episode ninety two. Yes, so they are going back nine hundred episodes. Mm-hmm. But what I do feel like anime games doing this. They seem to just only be able to tell the story of the anime over and over again whenever they make a game. Like all Dragon Ball Z games are just all yeah. right. Go kill fucking Reddits. Yeah, and then we're going through the other sagas. Like <laughs> yeah, like even Xenoverse was was similar. We're we still like correcting the timeline, but you're still going through the timeline, yeah. right? Um, I don't know if this is going to go through every thing. Like, I think I've seen pictures of, uh, the dude they fight in with the water seven arc. So I think that's probably going to show up too. Um, but I don't know how far it's going to go. I doubt it's going to cover everything because there are so many chapters, so many sagas, so many bad guys. And, you know, like to go through literally a thousand episodes worth of, content is probably a lot for a one game to do yeah um so i don't know i don't know how far it's gonna go but in terms of gameplay i am enjoying it it is very dragon quest it has the charm of dragon quest so if you like those games and you know running around in them and seeing the cute animals and things like that this is a pretty good it feels like dragon quest with a one piece skin on it and i mean that in a good way like the the combat is like dragon quest 11 i did like it yeah what were we gonna say, Stretch? I, I was gonna ask what combat's like, and as I was saying it, you led into talking about combat. So. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all it's turn based. It's uh, Dragon Questy, but they do this thing where they're like, um, you can move your enemy, your characters around, not like in a Fire Emblem way, but it's like, so let's say you have three enemies surrounding Luffy, and then the rest of your team is out there. You can tell them like move here to attack those enemies or not or maybe shoot them from afar and each like special attack has a different you know it makes you move there or you can do it from afar so there's a little bit of like that kind of tactical sense to it and then there's the typical you know like weaknesses like this enemy is weak to that and this enemy is weak to this um but it is all turn-based like there's no real-time movement there's no like you know combos or anything like that um it's just you know hit the enemy to gain some mana and then use the mana to do, you know, gum gum gattling or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's charming. It's very like if you like One Piece, you're probably already playing it, honestly. Um, and if you're not, I do feel like this is a good, you know, kind of entry into the the JRPG anime area. Like, I think it's it's probably some of the bad. It's one of the better anime game adaptations I've played. I think that's that's where I'm, I'm standing with it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. One Piece Odyssey just came out yesterday. It's on, well, Friday. It's on all the major platforms. Uh, and that about does it for this week's episode of the podcast. We hope you enjoyed. And if you did, please feel free to leave us a review on whatever platform you are listening on. Share it with a friend. Hit subscribe if you haven't already. And uh, let us know in the comments down below what do you think about this whole OGL business with the with D&D and all of that? Are you 
Are you Against team it? wizards you or team literally the good guys? <laughs> yeah, actually, actually, everyone's yeah. on the same team. We're all winning together. Oh, that's right. I'm what sorry. are you talking about? Yeah, that's true. Like, which which side are you on? Are you the team that won or the other team that won? Yeah. Let us know in the comments <laughs> down below. And uh, if you want more news, features, and reviews, you can check us out at techraptor.net, where we publish those every day. But if not, we will be back next Monday in your feed. And we will see you then.